Good evening, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, welcome to Roots Music Southern Style. shadows they cut through the tall grass and creep up the pale gravel road and leave him look in your eye don't you come back to the dead what you wanted just let your tears say goodbye you learn how to live in a dusty old bar room where the bottle wouldn't leave you alone the old man collapsing they grab for your satin they're leaving they ain't going home To fly in the sea. Well, by the chimney, she's silent in the lee of the north wind and buries herself in her wings. Tonight on Red Barn Radio, we bring you the alt country. Tongue-in-cheeky, dark-and-dirty, punky, garage-grassy sound of a band who calls themselves Driftmouth. They have a new release called Leverage is Burning, an album whose progress stalled like so many other things in 2020 and until the band was able to resume maneuvers to get it done in August. We are so glad to have these guys with us tonight. Welcome Lou, Murph, and Nate. They call themselves Driftmouth.
get to drinking or make my way back home. Just head out east across Ohio, a sinking like a stone. But I left those hills behind me, and I wandered in the time. Well, those city lights burn brighter than, and so much colder now. You gotta know the shape I'm in. You hang on the arm of a lesson man. It's too late to say I'm sorry now. Truth be told, I never am. Well, I never am. Weren't much for sleeping on those Franklin County nights. Well, that apartment lit like kindling to the fire in your eyes. We were drowning in black label to forget our old sweet past. And we put on bonfire in a Dixie cup and laid out in the grass. You hang on the arm of a lesson man It's too late to say I'm sorry now Truth be told, I never am Well, I never am Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at weku.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex. Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. This evening we bring to the Red Barn stage Driftmouth. Driftmouth is a Columbus, Ohio band comprised of Lou Poster, 
who is doing the singing and playing the lead guitar, David Murphy, Murph on drums and vocals, and uh, the newest member of the band, Nate Bright. So Nate Bright is the newest member of the band. These guys are Driftmouth. We've been waiting for them to come a long time. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Welcome back, Driftmouth. Precious life Won't you stay the night And drag me back to the surface of life When I drive Well, there's a ghost in every corner of the room And empty cigarette packs And worn-out boots And little piles of clothes That somehow still Smell like you Well there's a ghost in every corner of the room And he don't offer much but makes you choose Well he always looking to bend my ear When I got work to do There's a ghost in every corner of the room Precious life Won't you stay the night And drag me back to the surface of life when I drown Well I was told it all good things Must surely pass By a man with gin and lime Seasoned ice in his glass Said time is funny and it moves too fast Make sure you stop and laugh Well, I was told it all good things But surely bad Precious life Won't you stay the night Drag me surface alive when I Goodbye. 
when I drive. We got Driftmouth on Red Barn Radio tonight. This band formed in Columbus in 2014. They're fronted by singer-songwriter Lou Poster, who toured worldwide with his band Grafton before forming Driftmouth. Murph on drums is also a seasoned performer and plays more than drums, I hear. And then Nate, as I told you before, is the band's newest member who joined not long ago as the band sort of realigned and retreaded, I guess, as they say. So it's great to have you guys with us. Sir 
tell me about the band you sort of cut your teeth with, the Grafton Band. So mm -hmm. how long were you uh, doing that? Well, Grafton started out as a two-piece called Yellow Dog, and I was 20, I think. So I did that from 90... What does that make me, 27? <laughs> From like 97, 98 until just a few years ago. We eventually became a three-piece and changed the name to Grafton, and we put out three full-length records, a couple of EPs. And that was just a heavier band. It was still like the stories of like small-town people and what makes them unique and tragic in ways and whatever. You know, I grew up reading people like Breeze Pancake and, and writers like that, Robert, Robert Wright. And so I'm really interested in what makes people weird and why. I wrote, you know, three albums based on short stories that I had written about small town mischievousness. That was Grafton. So it was just basically a character that I created that was doing all this kind of bad stuff and wrote three albums of material based on that character. Oh, wow. And then Great with this band, it's a little broader perspective. It's the same kind of an idea where I've got a lot of characters and a lot of people that I've met, met several times that I can create a proxy character to represent all of them. But it's not as narrow as, like, it's just one character telling stories. This is more me telling stories, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Introducing the band, but I'm going to give it a shot. 
little info you didn't get out of the first interview. Back here on the drums is Mr. David Murphy. When I met him, he was shooting rats down at the Andy Man Tree Bar with a 22 Magnum, keeping the place clean. Over here on the bass guitar, the newly purchased 65 Gibson. My buddy Nate Bright. When I met this man, he had an upright bass in one hand and a jar of moonshine in the other hand. We've been friends ever since. 20-some years now. such a part of our cultural history that you know sort of a snapshot of that time period in the 70s when he was doing that jumping and then he had a kid too right yeah no he does have a son yeah, he, yeah and, and robbie knievel yeah yeah well that song was actually you know evil knievel is a hero that's ingrained in my persona right i grew up with him being on the tv having the toys and then you watch the documentary and they say don't meet your heroes or whatever you see this documentary about evil knievel and you see how he was like a conflicted person and kind of what motivated him to do the crazy things that he did. Just his deep-seated personality disorders and the way that he saw the world. You know, he, he saw everybody kind of as a mark. He was uh, an insurance salesman. He was a burglar. He was, you know, always in trouble with the law. It's because he saw the world in a certain, certain way. And when he expresses the idea of uh, why people want to see him jump, and he says, they don't want to see me die, but they don't want to miss it if I do... <laughs> that line made it right into the song. That line was the whole song when I first like came about it. I was like, wow, that's such a that's crazy a, perspective, right? Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, I was already infatuated with the idea of Evil Knievel, and then that element of it just darkens the tone of the story to a degree. And then the irony that he would dare the devil to take his life on a motorcycle every day and then ended up dying, you know, of a lung condition in a wheelchair later on. Like, that's the way that the devil kind of gets his gets his revenge, you know? That's an amazing story. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great topic for a song. The asphalt's still humming in the dark Starlight cast a shadow on your mark Well, ain't no engine like fear Ain't no fuel like your pride you sold a ticket, take the ride. Dare the devil every night on the shoes that were never meant to fly.
jukebox in a crowded room Everybody knows that you could never change your tune The words you string together don't say much and they don't rhyme And 
your chorus just keeps coming round Like I heard it too many times We're back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, Lutz Music, Southern Style. We'll be right back. Like I heard it too many times. The words you string together don't say much, and they don't rhyme. And your chorus just keeps coming round. Think I heard it too many times. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. Burned out, but I'll keep on trying. Every trick I know to get you out of my head. The words you string together don't say much, and they don't rhyme. And your chorus just keeps coming round, like I heard it too many times. string together don't say much and they don't rhyme and your chorus just keeps coming round like I heard it too many Southern tree. There's been a ghost in these hills for a long time that everybody knows his name. Down in the valley below. He stayed alone most days and all night in the morel patch and crabapple grove. Was a rare fine day if he'd stop by visit with Eliza Jones and down in the valley below. But on rest. 
restless nights on these bitter and winding roads. Cut from the hills by the hands that cut our throats. He walks the ages and the stories they unfold down in the valley below. Man in town, they thought that Paul was weak. They said that he was nervous and slow. When the company came for their land rights, well, he's the only man that said no. Typewritten note said, I'm a light now, baby. Be gone, and nobody will ever know. Down in the valley below, all the restless nights on these bitter and winding roads, cut from the Stories they unfold down in the valley below. Paul Weaver lost his life tied to the rail of a knife walking southern train. Been a ghost in these such a long time. Nobody remembers his name. My grandmother passed away. She had Alzheimer's. She got to the point where she couldn't recognize her own family. She couldn't recognize her, her own son. And that affected me very deeply. And I've, I've always wanted to write something about that because I think that that's the most terrifying end-of-life thing that could, could happen to a person when you lose the things that you have created to make you who you are. And so I wrote that song, Iris, to just kind of get at that idea of, of somebody, you know, in this situation, she's a, a bar denizen drinking her troubles away, and the, the protagonist of the song finds her and doesn't realize why she was so clinging to him and then figures out later that it's because she's losing all of the things that, that she's stacked up to make her herself. Hmm. And so that erosion and that kind of loss uh i thought it was a good topic for you know well yeah for a song and, and pretty for, personal for too, a boogie yeah. for a boogie dance blues song when i i learned a little bit about what the song was about i was expecting more something ballady and probably on the acoustic right so yeah. uh nice surprise <laughs> yeah yeah i liked it Wandered into 
it's in and out of life. I know you can't sleep, baby, and everything's all right. Just spare a thought for me when I'm at your side. Just what it took you a lifetime to know. It's gone from you in waves along. And down you go. Barstool chasing me down I know the past was like a friend that can be found And I could never see Why you wanted me around And now What it took you a lifetime to know It's gone from you in waves alone Today at work, we were trying to come up with some definitions of our own for the word drift mouth. We had some fun ones, which I, I won't repeat. I'd rather just hear you say where the name comes from. The name comes from the entrance and exit of a coal mine that runs along what's called the drift. So the seam of coal, once it's in the hill, is called a drift. And if you walk into it, it looks like a big black pit. But from inside looking out, it looks like a little patch of sky, which was the name of my first record for drift mouth. It was an homage because the song we're going to play next is called Leverage is Burning, and that was uh, originally written as a retirement gift from my father. When he retired after 37 years, I didn't have any money because, as we've discussed earlier, I was in a band and uh, (laughs) had been touring the world. And he was retiring. I wanted to get him something nice. I couldn't afford to do that. So I wrote this song that I thought kind of told his story a little bit. Um, You know, I've been telling a bunch of other people's stories. I thought I'd try to tell his. Huh. To a degree, you know, it's, again, not factually accurate. Why let the truth get in the way of the good story? It's got a lot of details that I remember from being a child that that he kind of brought to me. There's a mine in West Virginia. It's based on a true story. There's a a mine called Leverage. It was the first longwall mine in that region. And it was supposed to revitalize the economy of of Marion County, Wetzel County, that north-central West Virginia area. And instead, it caught on fire and burned Ah. for years. And eventually, they brought in a jet engine put the fire out with uh, exhaust from a jet engine. 
but it's the same seam of coal that's been giving people problems in that area for generations. Uh, my grandfather worked at Number Nine Mine, which mined that same area, and it exploded twice with really terrible consequences in '54 and in '68. And so this song is basically a, a kind of a tribute to that work and those those men and those stories. They loaded men in to pick us away from Grant's Island in the county line. So in with pride they unveiled it and showed them the miracle. Love Ridge Mine Yellow and black machines The colon number eight scene The man that just don't love you Soon there were cars in the drive and work in the time A grind in your back Into ash well, Underneath the ground Yellow and black machine Shovel in the hands is the age of 19 For men that just don't love you The love ridge is burning The old two-lane highway Is covered in flyish concrete Names become faces on old yellow faces. Y'all go to work for a Y'all go to work for a while 
your high school is a place where you felt like you had a really special education there. I did. And you graduated from high school there in, in was it Marion County? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. At what point did you decide to move up to Columbus? I was so taken with your story, you know, in, in the story of Part of Town. Uh, the, I can't remember. Was it called Part of Town? This Part of Town, This yeah. Part of Town, yeah. Oh. I was really taken with that story because, you know, you think about the experiences we have as writers, mm-hmm. the kinds of things that shape our craft. I'd be interested to hear you talk about some of these things that have happened in your life that have really shaped your thinking and the way that you write. Truck driving is one, for instance, right? Yeah. I didn't drive big rigs, but one of my very first big boy pants jobs was I would, uh, <laughs> I would get deadheaded up to Buffalo, New York, and pick up these moving trucks that had been leased out by companies you know, that did like self-storage places or, or apartment buildings. They were kind of sexy-looking trucks. They had the big fiberglass cap on the back of them, and they kind of looked like my Sprinter van now, but this was in you know, the late 90s. And you're how old at this I point? I was probably 20, okay. 21 when I first started doing that. It was my first cross-country trek. It was my first big experience with seeing, you know, that part of the world. And I would get dropped off in Buffalo. They would give me a, an envelope full of money. Whatever I had left over at the end of the trip was mine to keep. And I was the West Coast guy. So I would drive to Los Angeles or Sacramento or Seattle or whatever and then fly home. So that's how I got to know the interstate system. You know, I'd get the AAA trip ticks. I don't know if you remember those or not, but <laughs> sure the, you know, ladies would like... <laughs> highlight them up. I'm sure there were some gentlemen too, but you know, like it was very much like highlighted and then there would be little pencil notations. There might be construction here still. And you would flip (laughs) through it as you went, okay, I need exit 175. Okay. And that's how I got to learn the, uh, my way around the country. And I got to meet all kinds of crazy people. And I realized pretty quickly that I didn't want to be a long haul trucker for a career because I would walk into the pilot and there would be those banks of payphones along the, you know, on the way back to the bathrooms, there would be, you know, a dozen or so pay phones. Every phone would be taken up by a trucker in some various stage of divorce or, you know, <laughs> child support or something. And I was like, I don't want any of that, you know, like, but of course I chose to be in a band on, on the road for a long time. And I have got divorced. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the people that we delivered to were extraordinarily interesting folks. And, you know, people who are in business for themselves that run self-storage spaces you ever get bored and you're looking for material just go chat up a dude that owns a self-storage place (laughs) it's a never-ending wealth of uh personality so those trucks didn't come equipped with radios or tape decks nothing nothing so i didn't have any communication with the outside world and it's pre-cell phone for me so right (laughs) i just was in my head for you know 18 hours a day driving which i've found is a really cool hypnotic way to like unlock that part of your brain yeah that's amazing you know you have to train your mind on keeping it between the ditches but past that your brain is free to act you know? a yellow motel down in texas with a wall so paper thin if the neighbors leave the lamps up high the light comes in their footsteps on the carpet, threadbare at the door, echo through my thoughts of you and all our little wars. When they get to laughing like that, how long till the loving starts? I'll try to get myself to sleep before it goes that far. 
pleasant place around the corner They let me play guitar The local boys are blowing reels Right off the bar The owner seems indifferent There ain't no last call Nothing but the morning Come to take us all When they get to living like that How long till the fighting starts I'll try to get myself a drink Before it goes that far Up too late on a blacktop Tennessee highway Riding those wide lines on to the West Virginia hills Until the engine blows and the feeling goes I lost my way Well, I think it's about damn time I find it again Sitting round your kitchen table In a cold linoleum I listen to you tell me all That I done wrong There's a $20 scratch off Taped up to the fridge There's a list you keep in your head Of things you can't forgive When we get to talking like that How long till the screaming starts I'll try to get my things and leave Before it goes that far Up too late on a blacktop Tennessee highway Riding those white lines on to the West Virginia hills Until the engine goes and the feeling goes I lost my way Think it's about damn time I find it again Up too late on a blacktop Tennessee highway Riding those white lines on to the West Virginia hills Until the engine blows and the feeling We would like to thank Driftmouth for being with us this evening. We also thank our volunteers and staff for their help in making our production happen each and every week. Thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube and Twitch, and those listening to us on the Red Barn Network of stations all around the world. 
Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall, here in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. We thank LexArts President and CEO Amy Sweetall for helping to make the production of Red Barn Radio possible. Red Barn Radio's website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now once again, folks, please welcome back Driftmouth. your crooked tongue Now do you really think that you've got what it takes to change me without We fight like hell's above us Every time I try I'll burn my pride and pictures. Oh. 
thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The music for this episode was mixed by Adam Schettinger. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. (laughs) 